You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Living in the Holy Spirit is the title of this devotion. You know, friends, this is the reality for those that are born of God, that we have the privilege to be given a life in the Holy Spirit's presence and power, that we live by the Spirit. That is actually by which we are recognized in heaven. One man, one time, he had been raised in another religion that this is not the language they know in that religion. And he came to me here at Life Church and he said to me, Pastor Robert, what do I have to do to prove that I'm a Christian? And I said, that proof is what the Heavenly Father himself gives you by having his spirit of adoption in you, crying, Abba, Father where the spirit of life in Christ in you begins to give you this witness that God is your father and that you are his child by his spirit in you. You read this in Romans 8. And he heard this and I I know that that caused him to have to think, you know, because when you're raised in a religion where everything is based on your performance, then you're always trying to do those things that would make other people feel you're good. And while it is important to do our part in doing good, friends, Christianity is not based on our performance. It's based upon the spirit of life in Christ. That is the fundamental power by which it proves or evidence is given that we're children of God. And so the Lord says to you here from Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, I'll read from the classic Amplified, but I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh, of the human nature without God live controlled by the Holy Spirit. Jesus talks to his disciples in John 14. He says, I will pray to Father in verse 16 that he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. You see, you cannot have this Holy Spirit without Jesus. You can't have him living with you and in you as Jesus promised without Jesus. Because look what it says here in Acts chapter 2, verse 32 and 33. This Jesus God has raised up of which we are all witnesses. Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see in here. Again, Jesus, we are his witnesses, friends, right? He being exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit pours out this which you now see in here. 
this is not just a matter of a special group within the Christian church. No, friends, this is salvation itself. Without this, there is no salvation. When a baby is born, if it doesn't start breathing, it's a dead-born child, which is a horrific tragedy for the parents to see that beautiful baby's body, but there's no life there. And friends, Christianity is not just that we are a body of believers, but that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. It says here in Titus chapter 3, starting at verse 4. Hold on a moment. It's hiding itself. Titus 3, starting at verse 4. Listen to this. When the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Having, having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So he poured out the Holy Spirit abundantly through Jesus Christ. Do you see the work of salvation it's not just that moment you believe and you are saved. Amen. The Bible says, believe upon the Lord Jesus and be baptized and you shall be saved. But the baptism, friends, signifies a phenomenal great thing. It signifies that you have been crucified with him. You've died with him, been buried to the old sin life. And you've risen to him from the watery grave to a new life, as it says in Romans 6. Therefore, walking in the newness of life which comes to us consistently and constantly through the Holy Spirit. And you begin to live in the Holy Spirit. The life that you now live, you live by faith in the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. Let's go ahead and go there to Romans chapter 8 for a moment, which that whole chapter is the answer. It's living in the Spirit. Old chapter 8. So I, it's 39 verses, so I encourage you to read it for yourself. But let me just read with you there verse 9 through verse 17. Now you are not in the flesh. You're not just mere fleshly beings, but you are in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now listen closely. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. Do you see? It's not optional. It's not optional. It's not just a addition to the Christian faith for a a group that people may call charismatic or whatever they may call them. No, my friends. No, in Jesus' name. That's the whole purpose for which Jesus Christ died and rose again. We cannot just base our faith simply on his death and not on his resurrection and ascension to the Father's right hand. The Christian faith has four great cornerstones of faith. It is the divinity of Christ, the incarnation of Christ, the redeeming work of salvation of Christ on the cross, and the crowning of all of it 
his ascension to the Father's right hand as our great high priest, King and Lord and Savior, that he is at the Father's right hand sending into us his eternal heavenly life of sonship. And it comes into us by the Holy Spirit who reveals in us the living Christ, the Christ at the Father's right hand. There is no other Christ. There is no other kind of Christ. There's only one Jesus Christ of Nazareth who is at the Father's right hand, ever living to intercede for us, to save to the uttermost all of us who come to the Father through him. And here it says, if you do not have his spirit, you don't belong to him. Do you see? Living in the spirit is not optional. It's the only Christian life there is. He, it, then it says in verse 10, and if Christ is in you, right, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. The body is dead because of sin. So, folks, as long as we're in this body here on earth, we are what we are by the grace of God, because according to the body, we are dead in our sin. I have, listen closely, sin in this flesh. It's, it's part of this nature of the flesh, sin. Yes, self-consciousness and its weaknesses and failings. I have it right now. I have it. But they, don't, they no longer have dominion over me because he who conquered sin and death now lives in me and I live a new life because of him. That's Christianity. You see, I now enjoy this spirit life, the life of Christ, because of his righteousness. The evidence of his righteousness is that I have his spirit coming into this body. So now, yes, I was dead in sin, but I'm alive because of him living within. I have the righteousness of God in Christ. 2 Corinthians 4, 5, verse 18 or 20. My goodness, my goodness. So, listen, verse 11. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the spirit of God, well, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Oh, how real this is. And I'll give you a quick example. We had a dear saint in this church, Tom and Rene Marshall. Tom went to be, the, be with the Lord before Rene. Rene was in a care home in her 90s, became more and more sleepy to the point she, they, she, you could not, she couldn't connect with you normally. She was sleeping means you're all just a bit more earthly. And her earthly nature was fine, but, but you couldn't really connect with her. It didn't make much sense. Most times she would say, where, where have you put Tom? Why, why have you hidden him from me or whatever? Tom, because they were married for over 70 years. So, you know. Anyway, I, I was told, Pastor, Rini is really struggling. She's really suffering with some confusion. I said, oh, good, you told me. I'll go see her. I went to go see her. I know her and her husband so well for so many, many, many years. We've sang together. We've shared the scriptures together. We've prayed together. Oh, they're such beautiful, heavenly saints. So I walked in. I said, hi, Rini. And I just started talking and talking. And then I mentioned, and within about five minutes, the spirit of life in Christ came up in her flesh 
and she became completely coherent. And we communicated, she remembered everybody, everything. The spirit of Christ in her gave life to her mortal flesh. And we're talking, having a good time. I loved her, encouraged her in the Lord. I shared this love with her. And she said, oh, Pastor, I just want to go to heaven. I said, really, it's going to be okay. Before you know it, you'll wake up on the other side. You fell asleep here. So it won't be long and you'll be there. It's okay. Everything is ready for you. And we had a sweet time and I prayed for her. And I, I went away and her son Peter shortly after a few minutes, five, ten minutes later, came in to see his mom, whom he went to go see every day. But he had always seen her sleepy. Now he saw her awake. And he saw the miracle of life of Christ in the mortal flesh. He saw the spirit of life giving life to her mortal flesh. And he came back to church and gave his life to Christ. So let me close here. Therefore, my brethren, we are not debtors to the flesh to live according to its nature. No. But if we, if you live according to the flesh, yes, you'll suffer the pains of death. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. Those who are truly sons of God love living in His Spirit. You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to be afraid. No, you have received the spirit of adoption by whom you cry out a father and the spirit himself bears witness with your spirit. You are his child. My goodness, what amazing, amazing grace that through Jesus we can live in the spirit and live in fellowship, harmony, communion with the loving father and never be separated again. Amen. Have a good day.